Hi, Mr. Morris. This is Anna and Hunter's formal assessment, and we're going to be doing a podcast basically about the TV show Friends, and our claim is that Friends is still one of the most popular shows today, and it's one of the best shows in our opinion. But, um, so we're saying this because the, like, age group for people to watch this show is from 15 years old to 40 years old. So that gives them, it basically gives the show, like, more viewers because it's a larger um, age group and it's not just focused on little kids or focused on, like, a super adult because it does talk about some, like, adult-like things. Like, it mentions some inappropriate stuff and it they don't really cuss that much, though, so it doesn't, like, make it super, like, bad. But there are a few instances. I'm not going to, like say exactly what those are because I can't really say that but I'm sure you know what I mean so but basically the age gives it more viewers and another point is the show focuses on a time before cell phones so it gives the like audience just a different view nowadays of how life was back then and like how they interacted so, like with each other face to face and weren't always on the phone or always just texting because in a lot of TV shows today they pop up like text messages on the screen and it's just hard for an audience to watch that to have to read little text messages on a screen like between the actual characters and it doesn't have social media so none of the like petty you know cell phone drama is in any of the episodes which just makes it more appealing to me um another thing is that every character is different so there's six characters six main characters um and one of them is like goofy she is kind of her own person she's very unique one of them is kind of like a like daddy's girl like she's like rich and yeah she's like rich and stuff and she doesn't really work and then one of them is really smart two of them are really smart and then one of them's a chef so like it's just it gives you different outlooks on different type of people and it's easy to relate to all of them and so um so like with all the different type of people that it has in the show it's easy for any type of person watching it to have a larger chance of actually liking it so if like a funny silly goofy person watched the show and just liked phoebe who's the one as the character then they'd watch it again because they'd be like oh i like that character she's the main character like it's a funny show so i mean it's just easy to relate to all of them and they also there's an airplane Okay, sorry. Um, there's also, like, no focusing on... There's no main characters. Base, I mean, there's not, like, two or one main characters. It's six main characters, and they focus on each character um, equally. So it's, like, easier to watch, and there's not, like... If you don't like... There's no way that you can not like the main character because there's just, like, so many different, like, ways to like it, basically. So... Um, another evidence point is they kind of live like a college lifestyle, but they're adults. So they live in a super nice, um, I think it's like two super nice two bedroom apartment right in the middle of New York. 
but they're like young adults so it's really hard for them to like get that um apartment and to like because a lot I think like three of them don't actually work and have jobs but they still are able to pay for that so it's kind of like how you're in college and your parents pay for your college but you're still kind of like on your own it's basically like that except for their adults so um it's a reality everyone strives for living in New York with your friends it makes it more appealing because it's like it's a fantasy but it's realistic enough that it doesn't feel out of reach for viewers because as I'm watching it I'm like oh I want that to be my reality I wish I could like do that with my friends it seems realistic but then when I actually think about it I'm like oh well I mean that couldn't really happen there's no way they're making enough money during their jobs to afford that apartment another thing is they also have time for like coffee every morning at their little coffee shop and getting to work it's just it's not realistic because you can't take that much time as they show in the show to like drink coffee and hang out with your friends and still have a nice job nice enough job to afford that lifestyle um so those were kind of our evidence on it and then hunter's gonna talk about some of the statistics Some of the friend statistics between now and when it came out are that in 2018, 68% of people claim to have watched at least a few friends uh, episodes and 99% of people claim to have heard of it. That means only 1% of people did not uh, know that friends even existed. In 2018, 54 million hours were spent watching friends on Netflix alone. To compare this, in 2004, 51.8 million people watched the finale. And today, the like in this year, the Friends reunion was uh, released. And 29% of the U.S. streamed it from their household. This means over a quarter of the population streamed uh, the Friends reunion. All these facts come together and overall prove that Friends was one of the most popular shows and still is today. Of course, there are some flaws in the show and there will always be people who argue that it was a terrible show. A lot of people um, don't like it today because Ross's ex-wife was um, a lesbian in the show and um, she got... well. Ross's friends basically made fun of her throughout the show, so some people just, like, don't appreciate that and um, think it's a flaw in the show. But that's really the only um, flaw that I can see in the show and that anyone else can see in the show because, overall, it is popular and it's always been popular and um, it's one of my favorite shows. So, this has been Hunter and I's project. Um our formal assessment project. All right.